Welcome everyone to Spark My Muse. This is Lisa DeLay, and you're listening to Soul School Lesson 156, Thresholds. I've been thinking a lot about thresholds and the time we're in. Transition periods, pivoting, moving from one world into an in-breaking world that is rising up right in our midst, out of the ashes of the old world that we've known These are themes that poet John O'Donohue talked about quite a bit in his poetry and in his writings. And this came to mind especially because I was listening to a session called Friendship with the Unknown that came from this human movement with SY partner Keith Yamachita and all of the partners that are part of this wonderful series of sessions. The other partners involved are On Being, Meditative Story, 10% Happier, and Wait What. All these partners are groups and organizations that I think are doing incredible work. And when I saw the people involved, the organizations involved, I thought, this human movement must be something amazing. When I tuned in to the session called Friendship with the Unknown, Krista Tippett was leading the way on the conversation there and bringing poet John O'Donohue's work back into the forefront of our minds. John O'Donohue was a poet and a native Gaelic speaker who died suddenly at the age of 53. And strangely, Krista's interview with him, I believe, was the last one he gave. And it came out just as his funeral was happening, more or less, some of his friends were able to listen to him speaking to them, almost preparing them for attending his own funeral. A beautiful soul, a one-time priest and Anna Karam, soul friend, who wrote all kinds of, all kinds of powerful books. They include Anna Karam, Beauty, Eternal Echoes, and a very beloved book, To Bless the Space Between Us. It contains all kinds of blessings we can give to each other in all different sorts of circumstances. And I love this idea of using our words for blessing. He guides readers through the landscape of the Irish imagination. And certainly his love for words breaks open our imaginations in new ways. This was a delightful session with Krista and Keith And I took notes, and because I thought most of you might have not had a chance to witness what went on during that session, I wanted to share these notes with you. Krista mentioned that right now, in the middle of the COVID pandemic, And if you're listening to this in a few years or in a few months, right now is May 5th, 2020. And she mentioned that we are in the middle of a species moment. This is a species moment. And it is a kind of moment where the world is living in a kind of fracture that every single person's life is affected by a virus in one form or another all over the world. And we are all connected quite a bit through new means compared to other times of pandemic in the world, through new means of media and technology. But the quality of connection is 
what can help heal us or bring us together or truly make us feel more whole. And it's a test of our mettle, Krista said. So as I go through my notes, I hope that you get something out of this beautiful time. It will just be a a small echo of what happened. But I encourage you to go to This Human Movement and sign up for free for the next of the weekly series. The next one will be May 8th, and then there'll be several after that as well. I think six in total. And I will put links to this in the show notes. It's possible that when you hear this, these sessions will be over and I haven't seen that they are being replayed anywhere. So I hope you get a chance to be a part of it. But as I read some of Joan O'Donohue's words and wisdom, I hope you get a sense of his gifts and talents and maybe be blessed by getting some of his work for yourself, for your own bookshelf. Krista talked about ordeals like the ones we're going through now can open us up and outward and toward a long view of history. And Krista deals often in speaking with wise people and wisdom apart from knowledge or accomplishment is something different. It's measured differently, isn't measured in in what they've accomplished, but in the kind of powerful good impact they've had on the people and communities around them. And she was talking also about the spiritual life, which is to say the inner life. That the spiritual life is about befriending reality and inhabiting our bodies. The spiritual life is also has an inward dimension and an outward dimension. And bringing those two dimensions into coordination and harmony with each other is something that spiritually wise people are in the habit of doing. Poet John O'Donohoe talked about how strange we are as human beings, and he talked a lot about the landscape of the inner world. I was personally so drawn to him that in my new book coming out, which will be available for pre-order sometime probably in the end of July, there are many places in the book where I quote him and was inspired by him. They have such a lovely way with words that reach deep into the heart and deep into the landscape of the inner world, which is exactly what I'm speaking about in my book. So his words pair so nicely. Here's a quote from a portion in To Bless the Space Between Us, a book of invocations and blessings. He says, It is an ancient desire in every heart to discover and come home to its lost other half that awakens and activates its capacity for love and belonging. There are certain things that can happen to us only in solitude, and every life needs a rhythm of solitude in order to experience this. However, the experience of self-discovery, psychological integration, and spiritual growth can happen to us only when our desire draws us out of our shells and towards the precarious and life-giving sanctuary of another heart. You can see in that beautiful quote that is about seeking the inner solitude, the inner world, and, and knowing it and taking those risks, but also being drawn into the living sanctuary, the life-giving sanctuary of the other people around us too, other hearts. They talked about in this program how transition is always full of stress. And John was particularly interested in these things called thresholds which we could say are transition periods, and that rituals help us with thresholds. 
he wrote a book on beauty, and he talks about thresholds in this book, and that the word threshold comes from the word threshin, which is about the separation of grain in a, in a threshing area. And he talks about moving to another world and how we cross from one world into another is the key thing. In terms of beauty and his definition of beauty, he talked about beauty as a core moral value, as not optional, but not beauty in an aesthetic, glamorous way, beauty in a much more primal way. Beauty is something in which, in the presence of, we feel more alive. And that beauty can be found in acts of kindness, in sensing the natural beauty of the created world, the animals and plants. It can be seen in the eyes of someone who loves us, in a newborn baby, in a young animal. And these are the times when our attention to beauty is more important than ever because beauty helps us see past the old world into new worlds that are unfolding and becoming. We're in a moment of rupture because of COVID-19, said Krista, and we're moving through time in different ways. Donahoe talks about time and moving through time in different kinds of ways. Time is a bully when it's chronos time, this Newtonian time. And Einstein later came up with a different idea about the nature of time, saying that time is relative. And this is more of like the kairos kind of time, moments of opportunity, as it were. And the Greeks believed that there was a secret structure to time. John speaks of this in his book, To Bless the Space Between Us, when he says, there was a moment of epiphany when time suddenly opened and something was revealed in luminous clarity. There was a moment of crisis when time got entangled and directions became confused and contradictory. There was also a moment of kairos, and this was the precipitous moment. Time opened up in kindness and promise. All the energies cohered to offer to offer a fecund occasion of initiative, creativity, and promise. Part of the art of living wisely is to learn to recognize and attend to such profound openings in one's life. And speaking to that, I think we are in that very moment now. Everything's shifting like sand under our feet, but there are these unique, profound openings to recognize that this is a kind of time that's giving way to another kind of time. He said, time is the mother of presence. It's another way of being. There are huge gestations and fermentations and secret work being done within us. This is exactly my love language. This is exactly the things I, I write about in my book and things I contemplate and consider every day. How are these secret things at work within us? And we can imagine with a sacred imagination and the gift of the spirit, what can be done during these times. 
because the stress we have with time creates a tyrannical relationship with it. And yet when there is an inbreaking of a new kind of time, an inbreaking of a new kind of world, it is the philosophers, the creators, the poets, the writers who can sense and seize on that time and give us insights and wisdom into different ways of being and overcoming and giving us new hope. The final quote I'm going to give you from John O'Donohoe is this from the same book, To Bless the Space Between Us, a book of blessings. The beauty of nature insists on taking its time. Everything is prepared. Nothing is rushed. The rhythm of emergence is a gradual, slow beat, always inching its way forward. Change remains faithful to itself until the new unfolds in the full confidence of true arrival. Because nothing is abrupt, the beginning of spring nearly always catches us unawares. It is there before we see it, and then we can look nowhere without seeing it. I think of John, who passed away in 2007, quite a while ago, and yet his words are evergreen and his wisdom rings with such clarity right now. I see this time as a breaking in of a new world where an old one was. In our day, we can take close notice of all the new seeds sprouting and the new worlds forming. We still have eyes trained to see the wintry and the bleak kind of world of suffering and pain and the unknown that is in our midst. We might not see these new seeds and these worlds forming. But a new world breaks into the middle of the old one, and it always does. It takes its place, and the new one has new stories to be told. New ways of being together are found, and we continue to find ways to be kind and find the humanity in each other. And we continue to be, we continue to go on and carry on. In all sorts of ways, we go about making love and bringing new things into being which is what that is. Where there was once death, decay, and despair, upspring sprouts of new sorts of life, world without end. This is the epitome of beauty, in the presence of which you feel more alive. My hope for you this week is that you go about finding the beautiful, and it can be found in some of the simplest things, perhaps in the most ordinary connections or the most fundamental noticings of your life and of the natural world. I ask that you come by patreon.com forward slash spark my muse and see the extras to this episode, which will include pictures of John, links to all his books, and a way to support me during this difficult time. For a dollar a month or more, you will get behind the scenes information you can get an advanced copy of my upcoming book if you support at $5 a month or above. I thank you so much for being part of the beautiful things in my world. I recently got an email from someone who said they've been listening for over a year and how much the program has meant to them. And that really warmed my heart because I send these out and I never really know who's listening and who's not. 
And so I thank you for doing that, being listeners and also being supporters, whether you pass this on to someone else or whether you support me financially. It really makes a big difference. If you can also review the show, that brings the algorithms to more people and gives more people a chance to get it in their feed. So I thank you for that. And if you take the time to do that, that would be great. One more thing before you go. I'd like to give a special thanks to Dr. David Dalt, who is the host and the executive producer of Things Not Seen podcast. If you need some help with your podcast production, make sure you look up David. I wish you blessings and peace, and I will see you next week on Spark My Muse.